Welcome to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Business Podcast. We're so happy you're here today to learn about how to create fresh perspectives on profitability, people, productivity, and finding peace in your small business. Today, we have with us one of our number one international bestselling authors, Susan McCustion. And you've heard her before on our podcast. And she's Gosh, she's honored us with about a dozen episodes on diversity and inclusion, as well as compassionate diversity. And if you haven't heard from Susan yet, you're in for a big treat today. She's talking to us about mm, exploring how diversity is, uh, should I say, wait for it? Wait for uh, it. Go, go for it, Maggie. Wait for it. Diversity is an inside job. Uh, since we are bringing back all of our authors for one last conversation, I'd really like for you to pay close attention today to what Susan McCustion is sharing. She is going to just make you crumble for a moment with what she's going to share. Crumble. I don't want anybody crumble. crumbling. I no, want no, no. Powered. They're going to be, but at first they're going to have to go, oh, okay. and that's the crumbling. That's true. We need, we need the chaos before we can have the reordering. Correct. Correct. So hang with me. Um, this is what you need to know. In the show notes, we will have a list of all of Susan's episodes. So you can go catch her from uh, all the other dozen or so that she's graced us with. So let's start at the beginning, sort of. Um, hi, everyone, business rock stars. My name is Maggie Mongan, and I am your host today. If you're new to the show, you know, this is what we're all about. I'm a small business, thought leader, tenured master business coach, and growth strategist for about 20 years. I'm the founder of uh, Brilliant Breakthroughs, Inc., and that is a coaching practice specializing in guiding small businesses to optimize business performance and leadership. And you can find me at brilliantbreakthroughs.com. If you're new to our podcast, welcome. And uh, boy, you're going to find out we are all about improving the underserved small business sector. And I honestly believe that small businesses are the accelerant of our economy, so much so that inadvertently I ended up founding a number one best-selling book series for small businesses. Now, don't worry, we'll share a little bit more about that later. But most importantly, like all good things that come together, I didn't do it alone. I knew that I needed to bring other tenured experts along with this. And they decided to say yes to the authoring process. So we have a really cool set of authors that are all about helping you elevate your business success. And today we have with us one of our tenured and returning experts, number one international best-selling business author, whoop, whoop, Susan McCustion. And Hey, and it's, Maggie. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, okay, so everyone, you're, I told you, you're in for a treat. And it's really important for you to know who Susan McCustion is. And we have two Susans in our book series. So make sure this is Susan McCustion. Because she helps individuals to build awareness, mindfulness, and resilience so they can live a more compassionate and connected life. Whew, wow, that's pretty noble work. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's pretty noble work, Susan. And 
congratulations are in order. Not only have you been an author in our series in two volumes, volume two and volume four, earning a number one best-selling business author as well as number one international best-selling business author. Now, <laughs> that's usually a lot. Two, two books? That, that's pretty good. But no, you're an overachiever. <laughs> Susan and I have become over the years, so you, you, that was a little cheeky on me. <laughs> so she's an overachiever, and she shares her topic generously. She also, because, you know, two chapters weren't enough, she had to write her own book in 2021. And I am so glad that she did. It's an excellent book. And she became a number one international best-selling author, all onto her own rights. Her book is titled The D Word, and the subtitle is The 12 Steps to Diversity Recovery. So I'm hoping everybody gets that the D means diversity, the D word. Congratulations, Susan, on your Thank success you. of getting your critical message out where others can be learning from your 25 years of experience in this topic. That's like a wowzer right there. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. This book basically took 25 years to write. <laughs> it um, is funny how that happens. Yeah, it is. It really is. So, yeah. And I'm, I'm pretty excited too, because while the book came out last year, um, I am just getting around Audible. So Audible will be out soon. I had a lot of requests for folks to, um, you know, have me put that on Audible. So that is right now in the review process. And I'm hoping sometime in June uh, <laughs> that it will be available uh, on okay. Audible as well. Yeah, because we're recording in May, even though this is going yep. to be played later in 2022. So by the time this is live, the Audible will be up. So that's really, really yep. cool. And Let's just backtrack a little bit before we jump into how you're helping humanity. Um, for those who may be learning about you or us for the first time, let me break you up a little more. Oh boy. Okay. I don't, I don't handle this stuff well, but go ahead, Maggie. Yeah. Yeah. You and I are the same that way. You wrote in two volumes in our series, right? Yep. Okay. And all five books in our series have the same title. And the title is Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner. And the subtitle is Fresh Perspectives on Profitability, People, Productivity, and Finding Peace in Your Business. Now, I want everyone to know that even though the title is the same for all five books in our series, the difference is the color of the covers. So Susan wrote in volume two, which is the emerald colored cover. Got to say that fast three times. And volume four, which is the amethyst colored cover. Oh, you Maggie, could... that's so fancy. Green and purple. Oh, no, they're all gems. <laughs> okay. They're all gems. Work it. with me, baby. Work all right. With me. Emerald and amethyst. <laughs> okay. We have sapphire and ruby and turquoise. Mm -hmm. So those are the other three. Okay. So what's really cool about this is Susan wrote in volume two, green, and volume four, purple. And, and you can find those books at Amazon. We have them as a series. We sell them individually. You can do your mix and all that, as well as plenty of other places like Walmart, uh, Barnes and Noble, we're everywhere, just like Susan's own book is. So you can be double, triple dipping here if you would like to. 
<laughs> and as a matter of fact, my two chapters are actually included in uh, a good portion of them are included in my book as well. Right. So and what's, thank you, Maggie. You were the impetus, the impetus to get that book going. <laughs> You're <laughs> welcome. Years. Well, yeah. And that's what's really cool about your two chapters in our series is they're really one miss message, but split in half, right? And they can, each one can stand alone, but it's when you bring them together that they become magical. Thus your statement of like, okay, then you took a majority of what you wrote there and moved it into your book because it's really your message of your life's work. And, and this is really exciting. So you're a rock star. We've established that. Can we dive into some questions about how you're concentrating your efforts now to help yeah. humanity? Please. Yeah. Whew, whew. Okay. That's a long intro, probably the longest intro I'll ever have. <laughs> Are we out of time yet? No. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> okay. I'll talk fast. Well, that's, that's a no brainer. Okay. So my first question is you've written chapters in two different brilliant breakthroughs for the small business owner volumes and last year you also wrote your own book that went number one internationally and like we said it's called the d word subtitle 12 steps to diversity recovery what and and that's all cool fine and dandy but when we titled this episode you titled it diversity is an inside job what do you mean when you say that susan well, you know, steps six to 12 of the 12 steps of diversity recovery are all things that we strive to do for ourselves. So awareness, authenticity, vulnerability, open-mindedness, emotional intelligence, letting go and continuous learning. They're all things that only we can do. And I also want to point out, I think episode 189 with you, I talked about steps six to 12. So we get into a little bit more detail on that episode 189. Um, okay. But they're all things that we can only do for ourselves. We can't ask anybody to do those for us. We can't ask somebody else to be more authentic for us, right? <laughs> to be more vulnerable for us. Um, and the if more only, that- If only, if only, only right? <laughs> have a heck of a lot easier. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but, but the more I reflected on these principles, the more I realized- um, and the more I realized that in order to do them, that was incumbent on us, I started to wonder, what if diversity was all about me and far less about other people than what we've been taught? Mm, so you're flipping it. Yeah. Yeah. Because absolutely. traditionally we've been taught to focus on other. On them. Yep. And yep. I, now you're saying, turn it around. Yeah. And, and, you know, steps one and two, which um, those were in episode 188 that we recorded as well, steps one to five, but steps one and two deal with the us and them, and they deal with the, um, the connectedness. And, and, and I just really started to think about that more. You know, it's, it's not necessarily um, an, an us and them kind of thing. It, it really is about me and, and my responsibility and my reaction. Well, I couldn't agree with you more, especially since in volume five, I wrote about intentional self-leadership. Yeah. And that's really where success starts. Leadership isn't about others. It's about self. And all the research says that. And the better we are with self, the stronger yeah. our self is, the better we are with others. Yep. 
Absolutely. You know, so why wouldn't that apply to your topic? It makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. So, so this is really interesting because it's an inside job for years. You've been writing about and sharing this concept of compassionate diversity, which you have the circle trademark registered trademark. Actually, right? I'm, I'm pretty proud of this. Just uh, this, this week, last week, um, applied for the continued registration of that. So it, it's been, you know, well over uh, five years that I've had that registered trademark. Oh, how beautiful. Okay. So that's been your focus for, for the last five plus years, because you were doing yeah. the work before that. Um, so how is diversity being an inside job different from compassionate diversity? But it- It really isn't too much. Again, when you think about those seven principles, right, we've already talked about that personal responsibility. Um, I think of this as more of of a focused take on the work. Uh, Only we can control our reactions, uh, no one else. So I'm always fascinated by by different perspectives uh, that people have, and and I often wonder what happened in their lives to get them there. Uh, in my book and, you know, just in life in general, you know, I always feel blessed when someone chooses to gift me with their story because we all just want to be heard. And right. I believe that we, you know, as, as we're telling our stories, as we're listening our, to those stories, um, we must do this in a way that is kind and respectful. And so that means we carefully choose our words and our responses. And again, that's a lot of personal responsibility um, and it takes a lot of emotional intelligence uh, as well. Mm-hmm. So recently I was having a discussion with someone who has a very, very different perspective than I do on a particular topic. And they said some things in, in an effort to get me to engage in a negative manner, uh, but, I, but I didn't. I, I politely ended the conversation uh, when the name calling did not stop and I walked away. Uh, I said, if you're going to continue with the name calling, then this conversation's done. Thank you very much for your time. So I had a choice. I had a choice to engage and get into an argument or to walk away. Um, and it's important to discern really when someone will not be convinced of anything that you say, no matter what. Um, and, and those are the conversations that you have to let go of. That's step 11, letting go, right? <laughs> um, and, and there's no sense conversing and, and beating each other up if neither of you would be convinced by evidence, by, by either, you know, ev- evidence the other one presents. And so, you know, again, we go back to that personal responsibility. How do I respond in this situation? How does that person respond? And, you know, that's incumbent on, on me. Right. So here we are, we have choices is what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. And in one regard, we're taught that as children and another, we're not right. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I do when I'm working with teens and adults is I remind them that they do have choices. They're empowered and they're responsible, like accountability for what they do and what they say. And I always say, choose wisely. Yep. And they're like, well, what do you mean choose? And I say, well, you even choose to breathe. They're like, no, I don't. I just breathe. I'm like, well, you choose to breathe. And then they thought about it. I said, when you're working out, you choose to breathe. You actually choose to breathe all the time, but that's a different conversation, right? Um, But it's fascinating because we don't realize 
often how many times we put ourselves in a situation where we're out of integrity with our yeah. own selves. For sure. You know, and, yeah. and arguments are the, the first time that that shows up, I think, for a lot of people. So, yeah. Yeah. So I and love I love your example where you just you, you chose the high road. You know, and, and the, the interesting thing is the conversation, if anybody was witnessing it, it was very civil on both sides. It appeared to be very civil on, on both sides. And, and yet, you know, there was kind of this, this undertone to it where, where, you know, I had to set my boundaries and, you know, and, and walk away. Um, but to be able now years ago, I wouldn't have been able to do it like that. <laughs> <laughs> But I've been you have come far, grasshopper. I, I'm really trying to practice what I preach around things and, and recognize that, you know, like I said, we're not going to convince each other. And, and there's a point where we have to recognize that we're not and then, you know, be able to let go of, of those kinds of things. But, but I, I'm with you, Maggie. I think, in, in, well, I know in my book, I even wrote about everything's a choice um, as well. And so it, it really, it really is. We may say somebody forced us to do this or that, but that's really given that other person a lot of power over us when we say they forced us to act a particular way. Right. And I love how you, you preempted them by saying, if you're going to continue the name calling, I'm going to leave. So you gave them an opportunity to check themselves and yep. then they still chose to continue in the unfavorable behavior. And then you honored what you said. So it was very clear what was happening. You just didn't turn around and blow them off, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So, so pretty, pretty cool here. Oh my gosh, this is different from compassionate diversity, no doubt. But let's go a little well, further. I, I want to go back. I, I, I think it's, it's in, un, falls under the umbrella of compassionate diversity, um, in that I have compassion for myself. Compassion diversity is just as much about that self-compassion and understanding our own, um, our own limits and, and boundaries as well. Okay, so it's one element yeah. of compassion yeah. diversity. Okay, so let's talk a little bit more about this compassion diversity. No, no, let's, let's not. We've done enough of that. Yeah. <laughs> We've done enough of that. About that. Yeah, let's... Let's go ahead and shift to this inside job. What does it really look like? Like, give us your, your wisdom on this, Susan, because this is what you do. Yeah, well, and so this, this goes back to exactly what we were talking about, those, those choice points. Um, we've got three key choice points in our interactions with other people. Um, and, and in order to understand those choice points, we need to build our awareness, our resilience, and our mindset. Um, at each one of these stages, we need to make a decision. So are we going to continue to think and behave in our old default ways of thinking and behaving? Or are we going to step into new ways of thinking and behaving to create a more connected and compassionate life? Okay, I like this. You said it was, the first one was awareness. Mm -hmm. And resilience. Second. And then mindset. Oh, that's mindset. arm. Arm. It's arm. And, um, you know, what, what else is, you know, I've always been talking about awareness. I've always been talking about resilience. Um, the, the mindset is kind of the new, uh, the new add on here. And I'll tell you why when we get there. Okay. That's really cool. You know, it's funny. Mind, I, when I hear a lot of people say mindset is new, I always chuckle because 
it's not new, it's ancient, <laughs> but yeah. it, it's new to the masses now. It, it's becoming common knowledge. So I can't and wait to hear to how it's going to apply. Yeah. And it's new to compassionate diversity. Oh, cool. Okay. So what are the key points around awareness? Because I'm hoping you can move us through awareness, resiliency, and mindset here today. Okay. Okay, great. So um, awareness is, is step six of 12 in, in the 12 uh, pr- um, principles of compassionate diversity or the 12 steps to compa- to diversity recovery, right? Okay. Um, so it, it's a place where everything starts, right? We all know, we've all heard, you know, in order to change, you have to become aware, right? So we know awareness <laughs> right. there, right? And, and yeah. in the book, I talk about self-awareness, mindfulness, and other awareness. Now, okay. if we combine these ideas of awareness with step 10 around emotional intelligence, right? We need to be aware of how we're feeling so that we can understand whether or not we are in or out of alignments with our beliefs, values, and purpose. So purpose is actually something new here as well. Um, I know in previous uh, podcasts, you know, I talked about the importance of emotional intelligence. I apologize. I don't have that podcast number here, um, but emotional intelligence and how important that was in terms of aligning our beliefs, values, and behaviors. Um, But I think we also have to add to that this idea of purpose, you know, um, I, one of the things I have been saying to myself lately is, um, I live a peaceful, loving, and joyful life. And I've been trying really hard to put everything I do through that filter, you know, is this thing that's happening right now, creating more peace or more love or more joy in my life? And, you know, what can I do to create more peace or love or joy uh, in my life? And so we need awareness to figure out how to get back into uh, alignment. And then we can use, you know, from there, the resilience and, and the mindset. Okay. So we start with awareness. And then we move to resilience. Resilience. Yeah. This is a big one. If anybody's um, listened to this or or read my chapters in the books, listened to the podcast for a while, uh, episode 99, uh, creating a business with heart. Uh, We really focus on that resilience piece. And so resilience uh, in the way that I, I, HeartMath defines it, and that's the tool that I use for resilience is the ability to uh, recover from, prepare for, and, um, prepare for, recover from, and um, I, for, I, I apologize right now off the top of my head, um, but, but it's how we bounce back from challenging situations. But the difference there is also how do we prepare, right? We have to remember there's kind of these stages, there's the preparation, there's the event itself, and then there's afterwards. And so this idea of how do we bounce back from challenging situations? Um, you know, I have heard recently some some people i've seen some people posting about not wanting to be resilient like there's this kind of oh gosh victim mentality of like i don't want to be resilient anymore i just want to be you know have you know people you know value me for who i am and 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 i, and I understand that perspective um you know, because they feel it's an insult, you know, they, they don't want to have to be more resilient. They feel like they've had to be more resilient than others in their lives. And, and they're just tired of it. And, you know, to that, I would say, yes, it's tiring. Um, if we don't know how to do it correctly. 
Uh, and so again, I go back to uh, heart math and, and those techniques there, and they're techniques that we can practice to help us build our resilience so it's there when we need it. And if we practice it enough, then we're able to bounce back more easily. And, you know, we know it's proven science. And, you know, anybody who's been listening to me knows I don't do this stuff without science. So it is proven <laughs> science. And again, it takes that personal responsibility to make time to practice when we can and to remember to use it in challenging situations. Yes, it does. And I want to share with everyone uh, the episode that you had referenced, Building a Business with Heart, yeah, is one of our higher downloaded episodes in the whole podcast series. Wow. Kudos to you. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So everyone, you probably want to check that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then we've gone through awareness. We just discussed resilience. Now, mindset. And mindset, you said, that's that's a newer element to this whole package, right? Of yeah. how we should be moving. So why don't you tell us why it's emerged and then, um, you know, how we can build it into our way of being. Yeah. So, you know, so we've gone through this awareness, we've gone through this resilience. Now that we've bounced back, how do we go about aligning ourselves again? And, and so this mindset piece, and that's really what I was trying to get to, it ties in a lot with my concept of stand Four. And so we talked oh. about stand four in episode 86. Mm -hmm. It's step five of the 12 steps to diversity recovery. You know, instead of fighting against hate, how do we stand for love? And so for me, that's what I was trying to get at with, with mindset. Um, you know, where we focus our attention increases. And, and I want to be careful here because this doesn't mean we ignore the bad stuff going on. You know, we do need to pay attention to it in, in order to understand it. Uh, again, compassion, the definition of compassion is action to relieve the suffering of another. And in order to effectively be compassionate, we have to do two things. First, we have to understand if people want our help. <laughs> and second, what is going to be most helpful for them from their perspective? Oh, uh, so hold the on, hold on, because mm -hmm. you, you just gave us a lot here. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the first thing is we have to Explore they want our if they want our help, yeah, which yeah. is interesting because that was like that conversation you were saying earlier where you ended up walking away. They yeah. weren't interested in going anywhere. They just wanted to spin, right? Yep. yep. Okay. So that's the first thing is let's find out if, if they want assistance. And the second thing is... Um, what's most helpful for them from their perspective, right? That's where the cultural competence and, you know, stuff comes in. From their um, perspective. From their perspective, right? Okay. So again, I gave this, I uh, can't remember what episode it was, but, you know, there's times with compassion diversity I talk about, I was introduced to this idea of idiot compassion, not a big fan of it, the name of it, <laughs> but, but it is, it is, it is, that's what it's called. I didn't, I didn't come up with the name, but the idea here is that we see some, you know, an issue and we jump in there and help from our perspective without even asking. So for instance, um, you know, one of the things that may come up, you know, with the war going on in the Ukraine right now, people might feel the need to want to do things. And so they might start gathering food or clothing and ship that over right to the Ukraine. And, and now what this has done is actually 
taken resources away from the people on the ground because now they have to gather this stuff together, figure out how to, you know, house it, decide who it needs to go to if they even get that far with it and don't just dump it all, right? Um, when the most helpful thing might be just to find out what resources are on the ground there and donate money to them so that they can use it for what they know they need is over, you know, what the needs are over there. So, you know, that's, that's that idea. We need to understand what people need from their perspective, not mm. what we think they would need, okay? Okay, so... This so, is this is sort of interesting because we're focusing on inside, which is self. But in this case, we need to go ahead and focus on other. So help me tie those two together. Well, the thing is, it means that we have to understand different perspectives and contexts um, that might sometimes be unpleasant or difficult uh, to understand. So from there, then we have a choice on where to focus. Do ah. we continue to focus on the bad stuff or do we use that bad stuff as an educational point and start to focus on more positive outcomes? And so I've been taking a lot of classes lately um, and, and one that I'm, I'm going to offer up in the near future around PQ, positivity quotient. I'm also doing a lot of research around neuroplasticity. And both of those things are about how we create new ways of thinking instead of allowing our minds to go down the old worn pathways that our minds want to go down. So it takes a lot of work, um, but it's definitely worth it if we want to create more peaceful and connected lives. Right, right. You know, and, and I love your example about Ukraine right now, because there's a, a, a heavy focus there because there's a great need, right? And I remember when um, the, the down in Haiti, when they had all the issues in yes. Haiti because of um, people were sending anything and everything yep. that they could exactly. to Haiti. And I had yep. a friend who actually was a volunteer that went down to Haiti. And she said, if people knew what was happening with what they were sending, you know, one thing was just like you said, logistically, it's, it's proven to be more of a nightmare yep. for whomever you're trying to help. And then the other thing she said is the corruption was just like yeah. over the top crazy that the people who really needed things never got it. Yeah. So um, she said, definitely work through the channels that are being created. That's the, the way we can serve better. So that goes to your point of awareness. Yeah. Yep. Right. It, it's all kind of, you know, I have to say, as I was putting together, like, what order do I really want these to go in? Um, you know, awareness, r resilience, mindset, you know, I, I, they all kind of play off of each other there. Right. You know, we, we do need that awareness to understand our mindset and where our attention is focused. Um, and, you know, and, and an understanding of how do we, you know, how do we learn more? And again, you know, as we're focusing on that mindset, we, you know, as we, you know, there's going to be negative net bad stuff happens in the world. It just is the world, but how do we bounce back from that? We need that resilience, you know, as well um, to build these, this new way of, of thinking and operating. All right. So mindset, yeah, it's important. Yeah. And, and I can see, because I've heard your episode where you talked about stand for, Mm hmm. So I can see how that ties together. Mm hmm. 
what yeah. else would, would you like to share about mindset? Well, it, that that's that's just basically it. You know, it is it is a, a a broader idea around you know stand stand for it. Really, is what I was getting to stand for, and I was just very fortunate to be you know asked to um, you know get involved and and learn more about this this PQ, the positivity quotient. And, and that just has been one of, for me personally, one of the most helpful things that I've ever done. And, you know, just kind of trying to figure out ways that this idea of mindset fits in with compassionate diversity and some of the other things that I've been doing. Cool. Thanks for taking us here. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, I wish we could. Well, I know we can go on and talk. All day, <laughs> <but> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure listeners don't want to hear all of that. <laughs> Maybe so, it might be interesting to be a fly on the wall. <laughs> it, it could be. It could be. So, Susan, knowing that in our, our series, because here we are, you know, um, five books is wrapping up the series and we're, we're wrapping up the podcast this year, um, you know, later in the year. Anything else that you'd like to leave us with one last remember? Oh, she's quiet for the first you know time. You know what I want to say, Maggie? Be, Be a carrot. carrot. <laughs> ah. Be a carrot. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Back to the first episode. I don't even know what the number was. You'll get it then. <laughs> Is that where it was? I believe it was. <laughs> okay, so. Because so... you hit me with that question and I wasn't ready for it. <laughs> Be a carrot. Okay, now now that's a very fascinating concept, and we unpacked it in that episode. So please, if it's not the first one in in the list of Susan's episodes, just hang in there and keep moving through. A, you're going to learn so much to help humanity evolve as well as yourself, and secondly, you're going to learn what why it is important for all of us to remember to be a carrot. And that's just, that sounds so crazy. No, I, seriously, though, I, I, I don't, this is about, you know, how, how do we take personal responsibility for this? You know, it, right. it's just bring it back. I, I just, I'm hearing so much, you know, seeing on social media, you know, hearing the news, so much othering of people. Um, without actually getting to know people. And, and, you know, we've got to think about, well, what, what is my role in this? Um, You know, as with anything in our lives, something happens, we have a role in it. And, and so what is my role in in some of this polarization that that's going on in the world? And, you know, I, I look at myself as more of a, a light bearer. And if there's a way that we can, you know, build that awareness, build that resilience, switch that mindset um, to more positive mindset, then we start to bring in the light to those dark places um, that that we're experiencing right now. And so, you know, be the light, really. (laughs) Maybe maybe carrot's not bad, but I think be the light is better. (laughs) Well, carrot helps us understand a few things yeah. and, and light is okay. Show up this way, you know, be a way shower, yeah. show other people a way to do things better. Right. Or more Indeed. appropriately. Indeed. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. And, and listeners, I hope this was a, as much of a treat for you as I promised it would be. <laughs> 
And you can learn all about Susan McCustion, number one international bestselling business author, um, because she's got it all dialed in. It, at the end of her chapters in volumes two and four, she has an offering at her author page, and that's all fine and dandy, and that's very specific to what her chapter was. But more so, Susan, today, um, where is it that people should be connecting with you, and, and how would you like them to engage? Yeah, you know, if they go to my website, um, trying to think of which, which one's either, probably just susanmccustion.com. You can look at the uh, podcast to see how to spell my name, <laughs> um, susanmccustion.com. Scroll down a little bit. There is a, a button there to uh, just schedule 30 minutes with me to, to talk through some of this. Um, I do plan uh, in the future, like I said, to have um, some uh, heart math classes as, as well as some PQ classes. So cool. you know, kind of talk through that and, and see what, you know, what fits, you know, for you and what, what would be um, a great place for you to start. Okay, great. And here's something else that's really cool. Right now you can see everything about Susan's um, chapters, her books, volume two and four, as well as the whole book series and all of our authors by downloading the free app, Brilliant Biz Book. Again, Brilliant Biz Book. And if you're listening to the podcast, which is housed in Brilliant Biz Book app, all you have to do is go over to the authors and find Susan McCustion's name there. Okay. And we have a feature called Ask an Expert. All of our authors are available for you to ask them a question. If you click on their name under Ask an Expert, an email type service pops up. Go ahead type in what your question is, it'll land in their inbox and they'll respond back to you. And don't be surprised if Susan would say, let's get on the phone and talk. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. And, that, and that's pretty magical. I will share with you. <laughs> so feel free to check that out. Download the app, Brilliant Biz Book, and then find Ask an Expert and click on Susan McCustion's name. Now I'm saying Susan McCustion very carefully because we have another Susan her last name is White, so very different. You should be able to discern the two, but they're well, friends. Easier to say. <laughs> they're, but they're friends. So, so if yeah. you send it to the wrong one, they'll make it happen for we'll you. Figure it out. Because <laughs> that's how we roll. Pretty cool bonus. And thank you for playing that way. Um, like I said, in the show notes will have all of Susan's other episodes available. So you can check that out. And I would encourage you. If you do that, and I encourage you to do that, start with the first one because Susan sets it up in a sequence that it just evolves really easily. Um, instead of bouncing back and forth, it'll serve you quite well. And you'll be like, oh, I can do this. And then you move on to the next one. Oh, I can do this. And all of a sudden, you know, you're like even more awesome than you are right now. <laughs> <laughs> with her guidance. So, um, Enjoy that. And Susan, as always, thank you for your wisdom sharing and your time. Indeed, Maggie. Thank you so much. You rock. Thanks. And listeners, we appreciate you listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Business Podcast, where you learn about how to create more brilliant breakthroughs for your small business. Shine brightly until next week.